eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's going to happen tonight? What's going to happen? We're going to whoop their Have you got Ron yet? What's up, y'all? Welcome on into the Go Balls 24-7 podcast. West Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. And as you can tell by the truncated version of this intro, we got a breaking news edition of the Go Balls 24-7 podcast. Let's go over to that uh, home daycare center, get to Ryan Callahan. Ryan, would you please be so kind as to tell us why we're having a breaking news edition of the Go Balls 24-7 podcast? Well, Tennessee has made another addition to its 2024 recruiting class, uh, getting an early commitment from four-star wide receiver Mazio Bennett of Greenville, South Carolina, a uh, top 247 prospect, has been to Tennessee uh, at least three times since May. And so Tennessee doing a good job of getting, getting him on campus early, uh, repeatedly, and, and building a strong relationship with him even before coaches were able to start contacting uh, prospects on, on September 1st. Uh, in the 2024 class. And since then, you know, Tennessee has stayed in contact with him as uh, pretty much as much as anybody and done a really good job of, re- of recruiting him uh, over the past several weeks. So I uh, was on campus for the Florida game last month and I think really enjoyed that visit and, um, you know, pretty much has, has known for, for a few weeks where he was planning to go and, uh, and just waited till his, his birthday today to, uh, to go ahead and announce his decision. So uh, did that during a ceremony at his school and, uh, certainly some some good news for for Tennessee as they continue to build a a, a nice 2024 class here uh, off to a good start with three commitments and uh, a five star obviously among them Jonathan Eccles out of IMG Academy in Florida but adding another top 247 prospect at the wide receiver position where they already have uh, potentially a couple of top 247 prospects in the 2023 class Cameron Seldon the athlete who could play receiver. Um, and then obviously Nathan Leacock, who's now in the top 247 after recent rankings updates. Um, so Tennessee continuing to build at that position and, and, and adding another talented guy here early in Mazio Bennett. Yeah, it's almost like some of these kids have watched Tennessee play football under this coaching staff, and they, uh, they notice the wide receivers tend to do lots and lots of things in this offense. So I imagine this is an attractive offense for them, but uh, we'll talk about that here in a second. But Mazio Bennett, who I believe – uh, Ryan goes by Mazio Bennett Jr. Some people call him MJ. Uh, we will keep calling him Mazio Bennett in this podcast, but I believe that is the uh, proper nomenclature you could say. Uh, this young man is five foot eleven, one hundred and seventy-five pounds from Greenville High School, right there in Greenville, South Carolina, right next to Clemson, which is interesting because he does not have an offer as we at this point, anyways, from those guys. Um, but w- what's this young man? 
like as a player, Ryan, and, and, and what what made Tennessee his decision? I know South Carolina, I mean, Tennessee's been off to a really good start this season, but South Carolina's a program that for certain kids has gotten some attention because, you know, you got the funny glasses and the dancing and all those things that – that um, the, that Beamer does over there, and and some kids really like that stuff, and and he's right there from the state. So what made uh, what made Tennessee the pick for this young man? <laughs> Finding glasses and the dancing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I this definitely came down. It sounds like to Tennessee and South Carolina in the end. I think South Carolina did recruit him pretty hard, and uh, and, and was a factor in the end. But Tennessee just, uh, I think, really first of all, really impressed him from his first visit to Knoxville. He was in town. Uh, one of the few underclassmen in town the weekend of May 28th for that. Um, they called it uh, Rocky Tapalooza, but that, that oh, big that, recruiting event. that damn name again. <laughs> I knew you would enjoy that. But, uh, but that, that event that you know, kind of sparked Tennessee's uh, summer run, I guess you could say, with uh, you know, Sean Davian Bradley and a bunch of other guys who uh, are already in Tennessee's 2023 class were in town that weekend. And, uh, and yeah, he was one of the 2024 guys. Uh, also on campus for that event, came back in late July for their uh, summer-ending recruiting event. Uh, we're, we're not as big a crowd at that one and got to spend more time with Tennessee's coaches and just kind of hang out in a relaxed setting. And I think by that time, felt really comfortable with Tennessee, and it was pretty obvious that that they were going to be one of the top contenders for him. And then you know, coming back and seeing a game like the Florida game, the, the atmosphere they had there, and, and just what Tennessee's offense has continued to do this season with, uh, with Hendon Hooker and those receivers – uh, I think just kind of kept liking Tennessee more and more and uh, give Kelsey Pope, the first year receivers coach, a lot of credit. You know, he, he, d- he did a good job, I think, developing a, a pretty good relationship there over the past several months. Uh, Tennessee offered back in April, I believe. So, you know, d- has done a pretty good job over the past six months, really uh, getting to know him and, and making him feel comfortable with, uh, with Tennessee's staff. And then, you know, just especially over the past several weeks, making it clear that he's a, a priority for Tennessee, but, you know, on, on the field, a lot to like. He's he's five foot eleven, one hundred seventy five pounds or so right now. Um, so so probably projects as a little bit of a slot receiver, maybe, but but also just big enough that he could probably play outside some too. And it sounds like that's what Tennessee is selling him on, being able to play both inside and out in that offense. And uh, you know, had, so so you're, you're looking at a squirrel white type of slot receiver. You know, where it's small and really slender. He's got a good enough build, I think, that he's gonna. Uh, gonna gonna probably end up in the in the 190 to 200 range by the time it's all said and done, you know. So a pretty good sized kid, um, and but has has solid speed. You know, can can definitely make nice runs after the catch. You see it, uh, you see it on film all the time. He, he's he's definitely got good good speed there that you would expect to see from a uh, from a slot receiver as highly ranked as he is, and uh, and and good hands too. It just just has a has a has pretty reliable hands and makes some pretty good catches. So uh, I think just an all around good player at that size that. Um, that, that's going to fit in nicely, you know, again, quite possibly in the slot position in Tennessee's offense, but also big enough that he has some versatility there. And, and Tennessee has clearly liked him for a while, as, as, have, a, as have other teams. He's, he's got a bunch of offers from major programs, and Tennessee beat out some, some pretty good competition for him. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Ryan, at that size, you, you mentioned it a little bit, but, but if you're 5'11", 175, let's say that projects to 5'11", 190, 195, that does – that's right there in that sweet spot for, you know, some people would call it a tweener. I wouldn't because a tweener means that you're kind of in between positions. I think that, that he, he's the kind of tweener that gives you a chance to play everywhere, right? And, and the one comp, and I don't, I don't know if they're identical players or anything, but just for frame of reference here, 
Um, Jalen Hyatt right now is listed at six feet tall and 185 pounds. And he's a guy who clearly has played outside and inside. Another South Carolina native for, for what it's worth. Um, but if this kid turns out anything like that, that's a good player. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's, uh, that, you know, you would hope that <laughs> you get that kind of production out, out of MJ Bennett. Uh, I don't know that he's going to have quite the, the track times that Jalen Hyatt certainly had coming out of high school. But I, uh, I, I do think he's a, he's a good athlete that can, that can be very productive in Tennessee's offense. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of touched on it too. That that's uh, I'm sure a big part of the the, the sales pitch uh, that, that that attracted him. He's definitely uh, been intrigued by Tennessee's offense and, and and likes to see what those receivers are doing in Tennessee's system. You know, these guys that are slot receivers, they they know that's an important position in, in football today. They know that they're, they're going to have to um, to to expect to to catch a lot of balls anywhere they go. Uh, and, and they're 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 wanting that, but there are certain systems, obviously, that emphasize that position more so than others, and, and that view that as kind of a go-to target as opposed to, to to just another player. And and Tennessee's system, obviously, one of those, and they can they can sort of point to to what Jalen Hyatt has done this year and what Bayless Jones Jr. did last year. And uh, I think it's pretty easy for a guy like like MJ Bennett to to look at Tennessee's system and see himself and and some of those guys. So. Uh, I, I do think, yeah, that's you, you hope he can, uh, you know, be be as successful as as Jalen Hyatt has been so far, and uh, you know, if he ends up anything close to that, this will this will be a, a big success for Tennessee. But uh, just a, you know, again, just a good player overall. Definitely not the uh, just crazy speed that that you saw in Jalen Hyatt coming out of high school, but just a a good all around player with again a a pretty good build that does give you some versatility, and and I think you see. Uh, enough in his game where it, it, he gives you something a little bit different. You know, I think you always want a variety of skill sets in your receiver core. Uh, I think he he gives you something a little bit different there where he's he's not squirrel white. You know, he's maybe a little bit closer to Jimmy Holiday skill set wise. I, I'd maybe say I uh, not not to say they're carbon copies or anything, but I could see maybe a little bit of of, of Holiday's game in him. So, so something along those lines. So you've got a little bit. A little bit more diversity there, just among among your guys who even can line up in the slot or outside. So I, I think you always like to bring in guys who can who, who who give you a little bit something different, just to to be able to kind of mix and match however you want. And Ryan, before we go to break here, give us a sense for for this this young man, right? I mean, I know that that. It, it, you end up getting to know a lot of these kids pretty well throughout the process, just because. In some cases, from the time they're like freshmen or sophomores in high school, you know, you 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 start getting to know them. What can you tell us about about this kid? What what's it been like to to get to know him, to see him at some of these camps? What what sort of personality type is Tennessee adding here? Yeah, so I, I haven't gotten to see him at any camps, but definitely have have, have spent some time with him, and and he's uh you know I, I think a, a pretty uh, a well rounded personality. I would say a t- good talkative kid, and uh, and and seems to seems to be a you know a good fit for Tennessee's culture that they've built here and I think the staff is kind of big on that and and really values guys who are going to be a good fit in the locker room you're not you're not necessarily striking guys off the list uh if you if you think they don't check all the boxes there but I think it is a big plus uh to this staff anytime they see someone like that that they feel fits in with their current players and so uh, you know that's that's again one of the benefits of of hanging out at a at an event like they had in July, where you know that was sort of a low key day, not not you know a, not a just long long list of guys in town. So they were able to sort of hang out with the coaches, play video games in the facility, you know, do things like that, and get to to know them well. And, and even some current players, you know, spend some time with them or current commitments 
and, and they get a feel for these guys. And you see, you know, Sean Davian Bradley was was on, on social media tweeting at, at, at Maisie O'Bennett after that visit um, leading up to his commitment. So, you know, you, you see relationships like that build. And, and I think it gives you even more confidence if you're Tennessee staff and and what that guy's going to bring to your locker room. So I think uh, I think just, uh, you know, from what I've seen so far, just a, a nice kid, very well spoken and and uh, and definitely going to, uh, to to fit in seamlessly, I think, in Tennessee's locker room. Uh, with that that group of receivers, but but someone that they've enjoyed getting to know, and that obviously has clicked, you know, pretty much right away uh, with with Kelsey Pope and and the rest of that staff. So uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably find out more about him over the next year in terms of in terms of that. You know, it hasn't struck me as uh, you know hilarious or anything like that in, in interviews yet, but but definitely a, a kid who's very very comfortable in his own skin and and confident in his abilities and. And I think it's going to be a nice fit for that for that locker room and that position group. We got a lot more to talk about here uh, with Mazio Bennett, uh, Mazio Bennett Jr., MJ Bennett. However, you would like to refer to him if Tennessee gets an MJ-like performance, I think they would certainly be really happy about that. But we have a lot more to discuss about this young man. We are slightly overdue for a break, though. So, if, so if you you don't mind, and if you do mind, really nothing you can do about it anyway. We're going to step away for just a second, pay for some bills, listen to products, services, in-house ads, etc., and then we'll be right back here on the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Hashtag ad. Money! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to the GoVols 24-7 podcast brought to you by whatever product services and in-house ads you just heard a moment ago during that commercial break. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. Ryan Callahan coming to you there from his home daycare, home daycare center across town talking about Tennessee's newest addition to its 2024 recruiting class. Not 2023, but 2024 recruiting class. Mazio Bennett, a wide receiver from Greenville High School in Greenville, South Carolina, a top 247 prospect, a big Big-time prospect, a big-time addition at a position where you know you know Tennessee likes to add guys. You, you see Tennessee, since this coach staff's been here, wide receivers 
all over the field, making big plays, lots and lots of stuff, and, and they think this young man can fall right onto that assembly line. we got a lot more to discuss about him, and we will, and some other things about the 2024 class, some some other may, maybe area concern, maybe not. We'll, we'll see, but uh, lots to discuss there. Before we do that, though, just a quick suggestion or quick request from our end, if you don't mind. If you could go right now and take about a minute out of your day, maybe 60 seconds, maybe 75 seconds, maybe 90 seconds tops, go in there and subscribe to this podcast and rate and review this podcast. We would appreciate that a lot. If you're just listening on the website, we love you. There, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no wrong way to consume the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. But what helps us the most is if you go in there, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere in the world, you can catch the fine pod. You can find this Go Vols 24-7 podcast. We do this for free. We're happy to do it. It's a labor of love. Very, very, very few complaints from our end. And if you're just listening on the website, no problem with that. But please, please go subscribe to it, rate, and review it. Also, uh, tell your friends. You know, we're doing all this for free. I don't think it's too much to ask uh, to go out there and uh, rate, review, subscribe, and talk to your friends. Talk to people you play golf with. Talk to people you see at church. Talk to people you see when you're walking your dog. Talk to people that you see out there having a nice brunch with the missus on the weekend. Uh, having one of your 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 wet boozy brunches there if you're into that type of stuff. Or if you don't have any friends and you just see somebody wearing orange, you'd be like, "Hey, man, you're wearing orange, and I wish you were my friend because I don't have friends, but I see that you're wearing orange." So. I think you would like the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. If you're doing all those things, thank you. We love you. If not... I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How did I know that you were going to drop in a brunch reference there? I, I should have known. Yeah, you just you just should have known, because I'll tell you what, people who hate on brunch, who aren't about that life, uh, they just don't get it, man. I was resistant at first, and then I saw the light, and since then it's been like... Dude, why why did any why did ever why did I ever hate on brunch? Was it just the name? I don't know, but uh, I have been a convert for the past few years. It is a delicious, uh, often nutritious or not nutritious, but nonetheless uh, fun and often boozy way to uh, to enjoy your meals. So go in and do that, please. If you haven't tried it, try it. Ryan Mazio Bennett, uh, let's talk just about a, a couple of things here. I want to talk about Tennessee's twenty twenty four recruiting class, receiver recruiting, all those things, but first. I think we have to look at a map, and we have to see this young man is from Greenville, South Carolina. We know Clemson is like a Joe Milton pass from from Greenville right there. It's right there, basically. And we know that this is a top 247 prospect um, that, you know, if he goes out there and continues to play well, could continue to rise in the rankings even more. You know, that's always possible. So long story short here, long question short here, does Tennessee need to worry about Clemson here? You know, I, I, I've talked to them about that. Uh, I, I would I would put it in the category of you, you never say never, uh, and, and it's easy for a kid to sort of dismiss this possibility. But, you know, he, he kind of let me know before he committed or, or before he announced his commitment that, you know, yeah, if, if Clemson offers, uh, that will be great. I'll, I'll, I'll still be, you know, honored to get it, but, uh, I think he'll be able to, at least in his mind, he would be able to sort of brush that off and say, well, you didn't offer me as early as Tennessee did. And, and that he that wouldn't convince him uh, to change his mind, despite the proximity to Clemson and obviously what that that program has done in recent years. Uh, it, it would still maybe be something to keep an eye on, though, because you, you see kids sort of dismiss that possibility all the time. And, and sometimes that ends up being an accurate representation of what would happen. But 
sometimes it's different to live it than, than it is to uh, to just envision it happening. And and it would just be one of those wait and see things if Clemson were to offer. But you know, and that's that's maybe not a far fetched possibility because Clemson has shown some interest in him uh, in recent months. Uh, has talked with him pretty regularly, uh, even as recently as last month. So I, I think there is some interest there. And Clemson doesn't always offer super early. He's got offers from schools like Alabama, Auburn. You know, don't don't know that he was at the very top of Alabama's board this early, but you know, had some really good offers that make you think he is that type of player who could end up getting Clemson's attention. So it's at least something to keep an eye on, keep in the back of your mind maybe. Um, if Clemson offers maybe you know over the next 12 to 14 months, it, it still could get interesting. But uh, I think Tennessee's in about as good of a spot as you can be this early. You know, We kind of touched on this with Jonathan Eccles a few months ago, committing as early as he did back in early July, You know, the five-star athlete from IMG Academy. I think Tennessee is, has remained in a pretty good spot with him, even though that was a pretty early commitment. So sometimes you look at these early commitments and say, yeah, that one might or might not stick. You know, the guy's been to Tennessee's campus once or never or whatever it might be in some cases. But I think especially in this case, it's a guy who's been to Tennessee's campus three times already. He's only three hours away, has a good comfort level with the coaching staff. You know, Clemson could make things interesting maybe. But otherwise, I think Tennessee's in a pretty good spot here early and, and seems to be with really all three of those early commitments for 2024. Did uh, did like a choir of angels sing to him when, when his Alabama offer came in? Uh, was it like uh, did it show up and the sun was beaming directly on it and angels were going, you have a Bama offer? Was it like, <laughs> is, 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 that, is that how it goes? I don't know if that comes with the the, the package or, or with the, the the DM in your in your Twitter account or anything like that, but yeah, that's that's uh I'll have to check on that sometime to see uh, to see exactly how you receive that news if it comes with its own music or anything. Yeah, we need to we need to get some of the Alabama online buddies out here and see if they can look into that for us. But in all seriousness, Ryan, normally this is where I I, I would ask you about you know recruiting at a certain position, but but I think. I could be wrong here, but I think Tennessee's just going to constantly be adding wide receivers. They're going to constantly be looking at wide receivers. They obviously, uh, in an ideal world, would like to play more of them. They'd like to have more than um, more than like three or four guys that get most of the reps. I think in a, in a perfect world, they they like this position. Uh, they like adding guys through various ways, right? They like recru- adding traditional recruits. They like adding portal guys. They they wouldn't they wouldn't turn their nose down at a JUCO guy. Uh, I, so I, I don't know that this far out with that position. I don't know that we can say much. Yeah, I mean that, that's probably fair. I, I I obviously the numbers. It's hard to project this early, but you can assume they're going to sign at least a couple of receivers and, and maybe more in the twenty twenty four class. Uh, as we've seen in 2023, they've not gone overly heavy on that position. Uh, you know, they've they've got three possible receivers in that class right now, with with Nathan Leacock and uh, and Nate Spillman obviously being uh, projected receivers for sure. And then uh, and then obviously you've got Cameron Seldon, that's uh, the athlete who's been recruited by Tennessee as a as a likely receiver, but with the idea that he might play some running back in addition to that. Some Debo, so his- some Debo. Yeah, that's that's kind of the role they've they've sold him on. So so that you, you don't know exactly how that's going to shake out. And and even Nate Spillman could have some positional versatility. You know, we'll see about that in the future. So Tennessee's not necessarily loaded up on receivers in that class after getting um, what initially looked like four receivers in the 2022 class. Now it's really three in that class with Cameron Miller already having moved to safety. Um, so they've they've not necessarily stacked the depth there. So 
I think you, I think three is probably the the average number you can expect Tennessee to sign in a, in a typical year, receiver wise. But you know, depending on whether they whether they add anyone down the stretch, we know they've been recruiting guys committed to other schools at wide receiver in the 2023 class. You know, if they flip someone like that, you know, maybe that impacts the overall numbers in, in 2024. If they add someone in the transfer portal this offseason, which I would say is a, a at least a real possibility, given that Cedric Tillman and and you know maybe even. Uh, Brew McCoy could be headed to the NFL draft, depending on how this season goes. Um, you know that that real possibility is out there, so I think you'd have to consider a transfer portal possibility, at least an option. Um, so yeah, depending on how all that shakes out, that could impact the the twenty twenty four numbers. So hard to hard to say much yet about how that class will shape up, but definitely think it's fair to assume that Tennessee will sign at least a couple receivers. So this is definitely just the beginning uh, at that position, but uh, but certainly a good start. And and, it, and worth noting at least that that Mazio Bennett is a uh, is listed at five foot eleven as we mentioned earlier. I think that's probably fair somewhere in the five eleven, five eleven and a half range. But he has referenced himself as being six feet in some interviews, so you never know on things like that. But he's at least on the maybe on the six foot side of five eleven. So that, that kind of uh, you know, again to our discussion earlier lends himself to or lends to him being maybe a versatile guy who can play inside and out a little more comfortably and, and doesn't maybe pigeonhole him as just a slot receiver. Yeah, and his age might not be done growing either. I mean, that's certainly a yeah. possibility, so we'll, we'll see. What, what I do think I can ask you about before we get out of here, though, is more broadly speaking the 2024 class, right? This is Tennessee's third commitment, third edition that we know of, at least to that class. And you've got uh, Jonathan Eccles. You've got the the five-star from IMG Academy, the the big-time guy. Uh, you've also got the delightfully named Carson Gentle, uh, the defensive lineman from Macaulay School down there in Chattanooga. A defensive lineman named Gentle is something I'm never going to get over. I think it's just hysterical. But regardless, um, you know Tennessee has is is in the door, you know, in the picture for some some big-time prospects in this class. Already has a couple big-time prospects in this class, and another one that they really like a lot. So, with the way Tennessee's been playing. Um, you know, we talk about all the time how recruiting is not a deal where, you know, one big weekend where they see a big crowd is going to necessarily matter or one result, one loss. You know, if they get upset, oh, this kid's not going to go there. Kids aren't, most kids aren't really like that. But I think broadly speaking, we can say that the general trajectory of a program is something that matters to them. And I have to think, Ryan, from the outside looking in, I have to think that the way Tennessee is performing, the buzz around the program, the excitement around the program, I have to think that's getting them in the door with some with a higher caliber of prospect in this cycle. Yeah, I, I think that is fair, and I think that that also uh, is is maybe going to to be something that is affected by the the sheer number of good players Tennessee has gotten on campus uh, for for these these big home games over the past few weeks. You know, the Florida game last month, the Alabama game this weekend. They, they really got some impressive lists of visitors to those games in the 2024 20, and 2025 classes for that matter. So those are games that, you know, to your point, one, one outcome is not necessarily going to, to impact a, uh, a player's decision, you know, especially when he's maybe a, you know, more than a year away from signing with the school, but um, having a memorable experience there uh, during a visit can stick with a player for sure. And that's why you want to get those visits and get guys on campuses and they, for, for them to have the environments they've had for those games, uh, I think those are experiences that are going to to stick with those players and, and give Tennessee a chance to to build on what they're doing on the field this season as well. And certainly the big picture success is, is a big factor. 
And so was the NFL draft. You know, I, I say this all the time. I know a, a lot of fans might think that that winning is the first and most important thing. I think the NFL draft is right there with it. So what Tennessee needs as much as anything, you know, we're, we're talking about receivers. They need Cedric Tillman to get drafted early this year and have success in the NFL. Uh, they need Brew McCoy uh, whenever he goes to the NFL to, to get drafted as early as possible and have some success. They need Darnell Wright and Hendon Hooker and all these guys to go and have success in the pros. So that's, that, that's a big uh, factor too long-term, but th- there's obviously only so much you can do about that between now and next year. But no question what Tennessee's already done on the field is, is, is going to help them, I think, with the 2024 class. And I think there's a real possibility. You know, they're already off to a good start, again, with three commitments. Not, not often. It's certainly not, uh, not every year that we've seen Tennessee get three commitments for a class this early. Um, so so that's, a, that's a good start. And just based on where they are with some you know, in-state targets, guys like Caleb Beasley, Edwin Spillman, Boo Carter, who, who visited Tennessee a number of times, Marcus Corey Jr., the, the athlete from Bradley Central, um, you know, guys like that in-state, and even some out- other out-of-state players who visited Tennessee multiple times. They're, just, they're in good shape, off to a good start with a, a, a number of players in that 2024 class. So I know people, people want to see immediate results in recruiting from, from you know, a good start like Tennessee's had this season. But I think where you're more likely to see the the benefits of that are probably in the 2024 class where those guys are, are visiting Tennessee repeatedly. They're seeing the long-term trajectory of the program. And I think Tennessee is really going to benefit from some of those early visits they've had this year. I, I think those are good points, Ryan. And I think that's probably a pretty good place to leave it. You got anything else? Uh, this time I actually do. I, 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 I neglected to mention that one, one of the really interesting things about Mazio Bennett's uh, you know, midseason highlights from this year, at least, is that uh, he throws a couple of blocks in there on his mm. video pretty early in the highlight film. So uh, I always think that's worth noting that, that this is a, a guy who doesn't mind blocking, sees that as an important part of the position. Doesn't mean that he's a better blocker than receiver by any means, but I think that's always something coaches like to see is, a guy that takes pride in that and is pretty good at it at the high school level. So uh, we'll, we'll see if that's something he continues to, to thrive at at the college level, but definitely something he doesn't mind doing. And he plays with some, with some physicality in addition to having pretty good speed too. So I think again, just kind of fits into that well-rounded receiver uh, description that, that I gave earlier, but definitely something worth mentioning there that I, I forgot to, uh, to throw in there that he's not, not only, uh, willing to do that, but but seems to be kind of proud of it sometimes when you talk to him about it, just his willingness to get in there and, and block and, and be physical in doing so on the perimeter. There you go. He does not mind to get in there and get rough. That is a that is a good thing to note, Ryan. Now, do you have anything else? Though? I want to make sure before we get out of here that you got everything that you wanted to say. No, I think we're good. Thanks, awesome. Wes. Thanks, man. There's that button. And now I can say, Thank you for listening to this edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Guys, thank you. Thank you for listening. We always say that, but we always mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can find all of us on social media. I'm Wes Rucker 24-7 on Twitter. Grant Ramey is Grant Ramey on Twitter. Patrick Brown is P. Brown 24-7 on Twitter. Ryan Callahan is Ryan Callahan 24-7 on Twitter. And Ben McKee is Ben McKee 14 on Twitter. You can also go uh, to twitter.com slash govals247 and facebook.com slash govals247 to get all of the stuff there or most of the stuff there. We got stuff on there that we update throughout the day, all day, every day, tons of stuff on there, all good stuff. But if you want that best, most delicious, that sparkling, delicious, crystal clear 
East Tennessee Smoky Mountain Spring Water right from the tap. Go directly to GoVols247.com, the best site on all of Al Gore's internets to get coverage of Tennessee football, football recruiting, basketball, basketball recruiting, Tennessee baseball coverage. We cover Tennessee baseball better than anybody out there. We got that for you. We got Lady Vols coverage with award-winning Maria Cornelius, who covers all things Lady Vols for us. You also get administration news. Basically, anytime anything happens over there at the University of Tennessee, we bring it to you at GoVols247.com. We also have two forums that run around the clock, the Checkerboard and the Summit, where you can go and discuss uh, anything you want that is not political or religious in nature, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we will be there to discuss it with you. Just about one of us is up just about all the time, at least. So you can go in there and do that. And you can get all of that for less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month. And that's after a free trial. And that's always. A lot of times we have better deals than that, but at least we have the seven-day free trial. And then you can start paying us. And when you start paying us, again, which is less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month, if you do that, you get access in perpetuity to Paramount Plus, which is the streaming arm of CBS, Viacom, Paramount, all of it. Get all of it right there. And it's, I mean, you got stuff, brand new movies, exclusive movies, exclusive shows. You get stuff from the vaults of uh, Smithsonian, Nickelodeon, MTV, BET, Comedy Central, all of it. And obviously everything CBS has ever done commercial free. That's a $100 plus annual value that we'll put in your pocket for nothing. For nothing. So we're giving you several hundred dollars worth of stuff for less than 100 bucks a year. Guys, that is an unbelievable deal. So please, this is a great time. Go take advantage of that now. Uh, if you haven't heard from us uh, from a couple days, there's been a problem. We should be back here uh, in, in a couple days or so. You'll hear from us very, very shortly. Until then, guys, be good to each other. Be decent to each other, please. There's not nearly enough of that in our world anymore. God, we are so mean to each other. Have some basic human empathy. Allow people their dignity. Try to be kind. Be good to each other. Until then, be good, guys. See you. Where's Wes at? I, I, he already put my comments out there, so <laughs> he, he had direct quotes. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.